Well, hello, 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 Sandy. How are you doing on this beautiful day? I'm doing great, Kathy. How are you? Yeah, I'm loving it. I'm doing great. I, you know, I just keep thinking it's up to me. So I best just get it together because it's pretty darn groovy. I'm breathing. I have all my limbs. Were you and I talking about this, but um, I can't remember if it was you and I or if it was something else. Yeah. When you feel like there isn't, everything is going crazy, make your own sunshine. Amen. Got it. That's what I say. Because you know what? People will always try to dump even on my sunshine. Yep. Years ago, there was somebody that you and I both love. I won't mention her. If she listened to this, she'd know it was her. And I always said, and she goes, how are you doing? I go, I'm better than wonderful. And one day she goes, nobody's better than wonderful. <laughs> and for some reason, when she said that, it stopped me from being better than wonderful. And I started going, well, okay, maybe I am depressed. And I'm like, wait, no, I, I am better than wonderful. And that's okay. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but the minute she questioned it, I questioned it. Yeah. So yeah, it's because uh, life can get difficult. We've got a lot of things in our air right now that people are struggling with and upset about and angry about. And I feel like people out there listening, if you have a stand on in a belief system, that's cool. But we don't have to hate or be ugly with anybody just because we disagree with them. No, 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 no. So I hope that, you know, wherever you land, whatever you believe, if it's with a family member or if it's with just a friend, that we can sit and talk. I know in our ladies, our group of ladies, there are ladies who we have totally different opinions and you never know it because we never argue about it. That's right. And that's the beauty. If you love, it's okay if your family believes something different or a friend does. Exactly. So, I hope that in this environment that we are in and the things that are shifting and changing that we can find our own better than wonderful and just find the place that we want to land. So, yeah, I agree. I agree a hundred percent. So I think last time, didn't we talk about, we're going to talk about clutter this week or did we? Clutter, cool. decluttering, how clutter gets in our life and can really mess us up. I'm the kind of person too that if I walk into my house and it's in order, my brain feels in order. If my house isn't in order, then I don't feel in order in my brain. And I, so I know a lot of people are like that. Yeah. And yet some people uh, don't mind it. They don't mind the clutter. They wouldn't feel comfortable if there wasn't clutter. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. It can really produce a lot of... Uh, um, I don't know. You know, sometimes I think people think the job is so big and sometimes it is. I mean, my husband, again, I keep talking about him, but he was a firefighter for his career and he's been in a lot of different houses in his, in his life. And he's seen a lot, let me tell you. And some of the, if you're, if you happen to be, you know, a real problem and you've worked with people, hoarders and whatnot, uh -huh. that it is, it is more than just hoarding. There's so much yes. more to it than that and uh but if you're just trying to i'm overwhelmed because overwhelmed because your um your house is cluttered let's just say your house is cluttered and you know if it, if you have a real big problem with the hoarding and stuff that's that's time you go and, and seek some help some therapy and whatnot but if we're just going to talk about decluttering in a smaller scale, I think, because that's that's what I don't there's know. Some psycho with hoarders. There's some psychological issues going on. Yeah, um, there's 
stuff becomes a hug and the closer it is to them, the more cluttered it is, they feel, even if they're bed, they can't sleep on their bed at night or they move everything over to have one slice. They, it somehow is a protection for them. Right. And you're right, I have worked with hoarders and it is. And I gotta tell you folks something too, because Dennis was a firefighter, I have been to their home. Sandy keeps the inside awesome, but you ought to see how Dennis keeps the outside. Their <laughs> garage is so organized, I love it, I love it. I'm like, oh, I love it. I think I should marry a firefighter. <laughs> maybe, maybe they are. I think they are pretty uh, clean and organized. But, yeah. but one of the, you know, I, I think people rarely succeed in doing things if they don't make it fun. And that's kind of what I wanted to talk about is decluttering is, is try to make it fun. I mean, even if you have to have a friend over or a sister or uh, uh, whoever over to help you, you can do that. Or you put snazzy jazzy music on, do it that way, whatever. Just try to uh, make a, a day or two, a weekend out of it, have a garage sale, um, have uh, give things, you know, have the, what do you call it? The, the four bins, one for donation, one for giveaway, one for keeping and one for maybe locating in a different place, whatever it is. But going through stuff, there's ways you can do it. And I think you'd have less to clean, less to organize, less stress. I don't know, less debt. Some people can have less debt if they're so, you know, they have so much clutter. This has happened to me before, not really because of clutter, but because I forgot where I put something, I bought something again, you know? <laughs> I know, it's like, didn't I, don't I have one of those? I know, but somewhere? where is it? Well, and what I have found is <clears throat> once you declutter, you literally save a lot of time. You know where the scissors are. You know where that pad of paper is. You know because it always is in that same place. I was talking with this with my daughter-in-law uh, last night or the night before. Um, she is a pile person. And pile. she'll have piles. Yeah. A pile here, a pile there, a pile there. And we were talking about it. And she said, what happens is the bill comes and I don't know what to do with it. And so I open it and I set it at this pile. Well, I took a course when I was in my twenties, hilarious, these three ladies, and they suggested just what you said, Sandy, to have bins at the door of the room you're working in so you don't leave the room. Because for those of us who are ADD or ADHD, you leave that room and then you forget, oh shoot, I was in that other room. So, you know, what um, she was saying is just to, you know, each of those bins, put what you need in it. But what Teresa was, I was telling Teresa, one thing I learned was when you get the mail, you open it, you put the bill inside the envelope that's in it, you throw away the envelope it came in, that's handling it once. The second time you handle it is to put the check in it and put the stamp on it. The third time you handle it is to mail it. So you're only handling that mail three times. And I, that has really saved me. So when I get it, I take it apart. I put it in its places. I file the bill, bill. I put the bill to send and pay. And so then the next time I handle it, it's the third time. So I'm not moving it from pile to pile because that's what I was doing before. And that's what my daughter-in-law was saying is she would, she, oh, oh, I'll move it over here. I'll move it over here. And right. So I have lost bills doing that. Yeah. I've it was you can and i think the kids now are well we do too but so many people do things online that they don't even do the paper stuff anymore oh how true how true they don't even see a bill no and if they do get it it that's why the piles start because they know they should shred this stuff because it might have i mean it won't have your full 
account numbers on there, but still you should shred it, not just, you know. And so the pile starts just start getting bigger and bigger because you haven't done anything with it. I mean, I've I've seen I've seen that happen. But you know, when I own my business, I have to tell you, and I know it's a um, type A, it can be, I should say, a type A personality thing. The gals that work for me, my my designers in at at my place or assistants, whatever you want to call them, they'd come in, they go, holy moly. I never left the 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 day without my desk cleaned up. But during the day, it was it had life on it. Lots of stuff. I knew where everything was. Everything yeah. was. And so some people might argue that, oh, I that's just what I am and that's what I do. I think as long as you clean it up every day, you're okay with your desk being that way. But at home, I mean, just think of all the energy for other things you can do if you're not so cluttered and you don't have so many things that you feel like you need to go through. And like you said, starting out this conversation, your head, you get overwhelmed in your head if you, everything's cluttered, you know, yeah. and you just, it just doesn't, it doesn't feel good. But, and you can start with just five minutes at a time or give something. I have a 20 year old right now and she just moved out of the house from her mom and she's got her own apartment and she was not organized at mom's. And so we talked about it. And so I said, she talked about her apartment. I said, first thing you do, I want you to just take a picture of your dresser. Cause she said it was piled. I said, just your dresser. I don't care if the whole house looks like the dresser, but we're going to start with your dresser. Yeah. And I said, and just start there and don't shove it away. Put it where it's going to live. I know when my little boys were little, I used to get them to put their things away by saying, okay, where does your Tonka truck live? It has to go back home for the night. It has to go to bed for the night. And so I think that, and she was a dropper. She'd drop her clothes when she took them off. So I said, okay, where's your laundry basket? She goes, it's in the corner of my room. Where's your closet? It's in my room. I said, okay, undress in front of the closet, put what goes in the dirty clothes, hang up what you're coming off. And she said, I literally have piles of clean clothes in my room. And I was never a dropper. Were you a dropper? No, no. I wasn't. I don't know why. Sometimes if I'm real tired at night, I'll lay something down, but I'll put it away the next day. But I've known people like that. Yep. The other thing, one of the things I need. I love it. I love it. I'm going to tell you guys something really funny. Nobody can see it, but Sandy and I, her husband, Sandy couldn't see it either because he's behind her. He's going behind the glass doors and he had like a ski goggles on. He was waving. I had to tell you, love the man. He's awesome. He's got his <laughs> snorkeling gear on and he's making a train of thought. <laughs> I love it. Oh, good grief. So clutter, you know, it's, if we, if you begin to look at, if you are a dropper, just sort of look, did you start it when you were little? You know, and she even said to me, she was, I have another client that said, I'm, Kathy, I'll pick up a piece of the clothing off the floor and smell it to see if it's wearable. I went, oh my gosh, that's gross. <laughs> I know, but people do that. Our, our, our daughter, our youngest daughter was a complete mess growing up. She's not anymore, but oh my gosh, we wouldn't want to go into her room. <laughs> we find lunches under, underneath her. her yes. But she, we thought she took to school and ate, but didn't want them. So she put them under her bed. Oh my gosh. Don't even oh, dear Lord. I hope she's not listening. But, but what I was going to say is when I went to therapy and learning to let go, that's one thing the therapist told me, go home and clean out your closet. 
it's a great way of letting go and getting rid of and letting just feeling good about letting go. And I have to tell you, that is stuck with me. So every time my closet, if I feel like, oh, I got to go through, you know how we do that once a year or whatever and get rid of stuff. It feels so good. I feel- well, I have a deal with myself. I can't put something new in without taking something out. Well, that's a great idea. Because, and there was a hack that somebody was talking about. Um, maybe it was one of my daughter-in-laws. Hang all your clothes up one way. The ones that you don't wear, turn them the, the, the other way. So you'll see if you've never turned them, you haven't worn them for a year. And Sandy, I can bet you, I know I've got stuff in my closet I haven't worn for over a year. I know I haven't. Oh, I have so much. I've got, I mean, I got rid of all my business attire when I left management, but I tell you what, I, I have stuff in there that I could, I could make my closet like this. Yeah. And I need to do that because I literally do not wear something. I need, you know, this is inspiring me. Everybody, everybody that's listening to us, let this inspire you. It just inspired me. I'm going to clean out my closet this week of the things I don't wear. And I'm going to start looking around. I've been purging though for about six years. Because when I moved from my big house after my divorce, I had a barn and a 4,000 square foot home and my wonderful grandson and his buddy that lived with me. I slowly but surely started purging, purging, purging. Then when I moved again, I purged. Then when I moved one, I mean, I purged about three times. So I was teasing my kids. I said, you know what, guys, when I die, all I have to do is throw away my clothes. I'll have everything else gone. <laughs> Isn't that good though? So, Didn't that feel yeah. good? I remember, wonderful. I remember that going through all that you stuff. You did a big, big move when you did your big move from the oh, house. To, we did. Yes. We did the same thing over the years. And now, you know, you just don't want to leave so much for your kids to have to go through. At least I don't. But um, anyway, uh, I don't know. I just, do you have a junk drawer? Um, my, if you saw my junk drawer, it's organized. Okay. And that's just me. Like I've got this little tray in it that has little squares. So nails are in one, tacks are in another, rubber bands are in another. And I, and if you looked at my utensil drawer, I literally took out like 15 things I never used. So now my utensil, you know, with the spatulas and the, all yeah. that stuff, it's now organized. Yeah. Um, I did years and years ago, a girlfriend of mine, her daughter was a Tupperware consultant and she wanted me to buy all the kitchen stuff for Tupperware to do the kitchen cabinets for your flour and your and all that. I said, I'll tell you what, I'll buy everything. If you'll come go through all my cupboards, label everything, throw away old stuff and put it in the new stuff. She did. And I still, to this day, probably 30 years later, have that still so that my cupboards are sort of naturally organized because of that. Right. But um, yeah, you know, I hate to go through a utensil drawer. Oh, where's that one particular fork or that, that spatula I like? Well, I, so, was, I, I was going to tell people, start with just your junk drawer. I mean, yeah. I, do, I go through that probably once a month just to make sure I'm like you. I have a, you know, a little tray and I all the stuff in it, but um, yeah, just start with that and go through. Folks, what that will do for you, which will blow your mind is, oh, I need a tack. Oh, I know exactly where they are in my junk drawer. Oh, I know exactly what little square they're in. You save so much time when you declutter because you know exactly where things are. And I just would love you all out there to just even just give yourself a test and clean out one drawer or one side of your closet and just see how it makes you feel when you open that up yep it's like oh wow it does it sort of gives me a lighter feeling it's not confusing when i open it yep so i think that's a good one sandy the junk 
drawer is a big one. Yeah, just start there. And then there's a, a list of, uh, oh, I had a list one time uh, of things to do one thing a day for 30 days. And you can make your own list or you, I'm sure you can Google it and find decluttering list. But oh, Holly, I bet you. One thing for every 30 days or one thing every day for 30 days. And you'd be surprised. Uh, it's not that hard, you know? And if you've got a bunch of kiddos and they're hanging around and you're trying to do that one drawer, this might be the time that you pull down that one Rubbermaid that has the coloring books in it and you set them at the table near that cupboard um, and you and they're entertained while you're entertained. Because I know, mamas, that's real hard for some of you to do anything at all. I mean, you try to go potty. Dads, you too, if you've got your, your kiddos. So um, dads are usually pretty good at incorporating it with a backpack with their child in it while they mow or, a, you know, I saw a dad and a mom. It was so hilarious. They were musicians and they needed to practice. The woman was the pianist for his wife and he was a violinist. So he had a baby backpack on with one child in it and she had a front pack on with another one while she played the piano and he played the violin. And I thought you, you made it work. Yes, that is something. Wow. So parents, if you have kiddos and you're trying to clean out stuff, or I know for myself with kiddos, the clutter piece was toys. I made a deal with myself. I only picked up toys twice a day. I did it when I put them down for a nap so that I could clean or vacuum or do what I wanted to do. And then before they went to bed and as they got older, that's when I started using voices like, all right, everyone, children, children, let's gather up our Legos. Let's put them in the Lego box because our little ones could clutter the heck out of our house. Oh, toys. Yeah. Oh my, oh my, oh my. So I know mamas, if, if that's a part of you, just make a deal with yourself that twice a day, you'll scoop it up or you'll get them to help you if they're older. And if it's a problem, then make it fun for the kids. Use a voice, uh, try to make silly noises to get them to take them to their room so that they'll engage in that process with you. And then you teach them how not to clutter. So I think those are giant pieces. Yeah. And again, make try to make it as fun as possible. And that's a we talked last time about um, we talked last time about um, things to do with the kids home for school. You know, that's something that uh, could, you know, we always did that. Well, and what if what if you told your little one, okay, buddy, I would love you this week to go through your toy box. And we are going to give the toys that you don't want anymore to those little kiddos that we saw the other day that we can take them to that shelter that they live in and they can take them. You know, here there's a place called Open House Ministries that houses people homeless and they're getting their lives together. And I volunteer there and we see toys come in all the time. So you can talk your little ones into um, let's give those, okay, you don't play with that one thing anymore. Shall we give it to that place where we saw? So you can help your kids declutter their own room, you know? So yeah. I think that might help as well. Um, I tend to find that our little girls tend to be a little more, and I don't know if it's in us, a little more organized than some of our little guys. Ooh. Although I do know a couple OCD little boys that lined up their trucks and it was hilarious to see their bedroom. When mama said, go clean it, this happens to be Phyllis's children. Yeah. And when you go, when you go in their, those boys' bedrooms, I tell you, Sandy, that everything was lined up perfect. 
you know, wow. it was so sweet, so sweet. And they love doing it because it made them look happy. Look how, how straight they are. Look how my trucks are. Oh, I remember that. They love that. I love, it. I love it. So send in the things that you struggle with in decluttering and we will address them. Yeah. You know, if there's a piece that you go, oh, but you guys don't understand. I'm taking care of my Alzheimer's father-in-law and yeah. he makes a mess and I've got the kids. Let's talk about it. Let's yeah. figure out some solutions. You know, what's on your life play at gmail.com and we're there for you. Um, because I know each of your situations are different. Your lives are different, just like ours. So we would love to speak directly to whatever that issue might be. Yep, I agree 100%. So in those spaces, how to declutter, how to get through that process, a step at a time. Don't overwhelm yourself, folks. Don't overwhelm yourself. Yes. So, yeah, and like Sandy said, make it fun. Throw on the music. Invite a girlfriend over. I know I could invite any of you girls over if I said, can you help me clean out my garage? And I know you would. Absolutely. You know, so like you say, make it fun is the big key. I like that, that counsel. That's a good one. Anything else that you can think of before we, we call it a, a, a time? Oh, gosh, we could go into more things. But you know what? I think that's that's good. Just start slow. Start one step at a time and one just one drawer at a time. Don't get yeah. overwhelmed and let yeah. it go. Yep. Let it go. I have a saying and I think I shared it our last podcast. If it's not eternal, let it go. Yes. Let it go. <laughs> so we're thinking of you on this beautiful, beautiful day. Excited that we get to spend these this 20 minutes or more with you. And thank you for taking time out of your day to listen with us. It's a privilege for us to take time and just chat with you guys. If you're taking a summer vacation, if you're doing something, our prayers are with you that you have an incredible time. And I want to share one quick thing before we go. Years ago, my husband and I went to Maui and we were gotten to a, a hustle and I thought, you know what? Satan knows where Maui is. So wherever you're traveling in this world, if it's Cancun, if it's a safari in Africa, if you're with your honey or family, just know that Satan's going to mess with you and don't let him no. kick him out of there and go enjoy your vacation and just love on the people with you with this summer. And just thank you so much, Sandy, for this time. Okay. And I just want to say one other thing. Our next podcast is going to be on writing books and Kathy has written a book and Yay. we, I, I'm, I'm going to kind of interview her on uh, book writing because I'd always love to write one. That's in my plan. So listen to us uh, next time on uh, Kathy writing her book. I'm excited to share everything I have done. It'll be a blast to share it with you guys. Thank you so much, Sandy. Big hugs and love, girl. Okay, love you. Bye. Talk to you soon. Bye, everybody. Bye.